The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, working together for your safety with host Stan Salat. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat. Hello and welcome to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is... Counterfeiters Zero, small U.S. industry distributor, or small U.S. independent distributor, one. A U.S. independent distributor led by a group of passionate, dedicated, visionary men and women proved that counterfeiters are no match regardless of its size. Secure Components, a small independent distributor, took Bold steps in 2012 to become the first company in the world to achieve the IECQ CAP certification according, in accordance with the SAE AS 6081 standards. My guest today, Todd Kramer, CEO of Secure Components, will share with us his insights and secrets of the journey taken and the value to his company. Todd will also share his views on the unprecedented levels of Super Bowl 49 counterfeiting. Our show is uh, made possible by our sponsors, and I'd like to recognize our sponsors before we actually get started with uh, discussions with Todd. Today's show is brought to you by our platinum sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC. You can find them at www.bqpm.com. Uh, BQPM assists companies in implementing uh, anti-counterfeit, anti-hazardous substance, and general business process and quality management uh, programs, uh, systems, the tools needed to achieve certification. And our platinum sponsor, Secure Components, LLC, you've already heard me mention them once already today. They are, in fact, uh, Todd Kramer's our guest. Uh, Secure Components has been a longstanding supporter of the show, and you can find them on uh, www.securecomponents.com. Secure Components is an independent distributor. You'll hear more about them today, and you'll also uh, should know that if you need hard-to-find or obsolete components, Secure Components is, in fact, the place you want to go. They have specialized in developing systems to uh, guard against the counterfeits uh, or the counterfeiters, if you will, and have demonstrated that through certification to international standards. Our bronze sponsors... Uh, C-Trends, supply chain specialist, also a uh, 
a distributor here in the United States and in other areas. C-Trends can be found on C-Trends, www.ctrends.com. Concord Components. Concord is another distributor of uh, components to industry, and you can find them at www.concordcomponents.com. We're also pleased and excited to have as a bronze sponsor Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment, um, the conference group down in Australia. Our good friends in Australia uh, support what we're doing. We also support what they're doing as with the rest of the world. The aircraft industry worldwide has a problem with counterfeits, and uh, the Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustaining Conference Group down down there uh, work with us to uh, develop systems as well. You can find them at www.agingaircraft.com.au, and they have a funny way of spelling aging. It's A-G-E-I-N-G aircraft.com.au you reach out to them and talk to a Richard Gauntlet he will be more than happy to help you so without further ado I want to introduce Todd Kramer to to my guest today on the show Todd are you there I am Stan thanks for having me Uh, it's been uh, almost uh, a little bit over a year since the last time we had a, a discussion like this so I'm looking forward to it it certainly seems as if, um, you know, at the beginning of uh, this counterfeit uh, epidemic and really working towards cleaning it up, uh, as we were going through the certification program, it was uh, certainly a struggle um, just being the pilot and the guinea pig. But uh, at this point, we've uh, made some significant strides. One of the reasons why we were such a big supporter of your radio show was because uh, we felt the need uh, to educate industry the public, consumers, um, and we thought that uh, your show does a terrific job on that. And it, uh, it, it goes without saying that things are starting to progress because we've reached uh, Australia, it seems like. So that's, that's great news to hear, Stan. Thank you very much. And uh, I absolutely appreciate all the support that uh, Secure Components and yourself personally uh, give us here on the show and in other endeavors. I know, you know, as I look at your bio, uh, you have a passion for this, as do others, but um, you not only had the passion, but you stepped out way in, in front of uh, the rest of the world, for that matter. And uh, why don't we talk just a little bit about that passion and your group, uh, kind of tie that into your bio a little bit. Um, okay. Well, um, you know, going back a ways, um you know, we, we certainly saw the writing on the wall. Uh, been in the industry for uh, close to 16 years now. And, um, you know, back in the day when um, parts were needed and uh, the aerospace and defense industry came to look for these types of parts, um, it was a struggle because um, sometimes the parts worked and sometimes the parts didn't work. And as we became more uh, adept at understanding these issues, uh, we found that this was a counterfeit issue. So we saw the writing on the wall a long time ago, and even before these standards uh, came out to play and industry had a chance to uh, take advantage of them, we at Secure Components internally had policies in place 
to assure that our customers um, would only receive authentic components. And so uh, that's really been the, um, the journey that we've taken. And, um, you know, we're quite pleased to say that uh, we think industry is starting to catch on now. Uh, although we were ahead of the curve, it seems that other distributors are now starting to f- see the value in, um, and the value proposition that it proposes to their customers. And I understand that, uh, let's see, you're a participant on the SAE G19C program. Uh, as well as the IECQ Working Group 6, and you chair the United States National Committee of the, um, a lot of gobbledygook here, but the International Electrotechnical Commission for Quality, IECQ. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you're definitely in the thick of it. Yeah, um, it's kind of interesting to see how it all comes in circle. SAE... um, uh, is an organization and has committees that help uh, industry come together and allow all aspects of industry to write standards. And so that's where some of the standards kind of uh, got started. And then uh, within the IECQ, uh, that's where programs get um, put together in a way that the entire world can participate on equal footing. And what I mean by that is... The word conformity assessment is uh, not such a popular term, but what it really <laughs> indicates is that audits that are done in you know Connecticut or Pennsylvania are the same audits that are done in Korea or in France. So you don't have to worry about um, whether or not an audit or a supplier is certified to something different. They're talking apples to apples. So that's the IECQ. And then um, within the United States National Committee, we take um, industry's voice from the United States, and we take it to the international community where we can help develop programs um, and things of that nature. You mentioned the conformity assessment part, and I have to chuckle because uh, for some over the years I've been involved with it, some people think of it as uh, taking some of the worst medicine you could ever think of, like castor oil or something, to kill a cold or a, a virus. So, <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> counter uh, not counterfeiting, but uh, conformity assessment is, in fact, you're right. It is the right tool, and it is the, the only way you really have consistency. Um, I want to I want to take just a second, and uh, you know I I haven't done this in the past with with you particularly, and but I do know that it's something I want to do. There's two shout outs I'd like to uh, mention quickly before we move on, and that that is one to uh, Travis, uh, and if you would uh, both Travis and Stefan and Christine actually from your organization, and if you don't mind, give a a quick what they do, and um, then I'll tag into that. Sure. Um, we have uh, four uh, key key people that play tremendous roles in secure components. Um, Travis Toman, who is an ex-Navy, um, uh, well, 
the next Navy, we call him our guru because he's really uh, helps us out with all of our military and defense um, requirements. He's our VP of sales and marketing. He's got a firm grasp on um, what our customers desire, what they need are, and, and how we can um, supply them with those requirements. Uh, Christine Lutheran is our vice president of supply chain. And uh, this has really taken on a real, real important role within the company because if you can imagine when going through our certification, it really revolves around purchasing, supply chain management. How do we know we're buying from the right company and not getting, you know, unfortunately, um, sent counterfeit or suspect types of parts? And then Stefan Halper, he is our chief operating officer. He is in charge of new business development. He has been instrumental in developing uh, you know, several revenue streams and then also um, helping diversify our customer base and to explain what the value proposition is, not only to aerospace and defense, but also to other industries like medical, transportation, and other vital um, applications that need obsolescent or hard-to-find parts. And in... Um you know, one applaud all of you for the work that you've done and the work that you do do to, in particularly, uh, in the support of the uh, military defense uh, logistics agencies and such. Uh, I do remember the first time I met Todd and Stefan, um, both a breath, breath of fresh air and almost a little intimidating because I thought I had passion until I met them and their passion, I. I would actually say it on the day that I met them, uh, giving a presentation at one of the SAE Kelsey uh, conferences. I, I I was sure they had more passion than I did, and I thought I had a lot of it. Well, it, uh, you know, it's it was funny when we had heard your presentation, Stan. Um, it was uh, it kind of was like uh, music to our ears. It, in electronics, it's very simple uh, to say. Um, don't buy from China. Don't yep. buy from China. And everyone seemed to have gotten on that, that you know, that side of the, the argument where China is the problem, so you just can't buy from China. Well, the problem, Stan, is, as you know, 85% of the world's electronics are manufactured in Asia. Right. China is a big part of Asia. So, <laughs> you know, there's got to be a better way, a better system that we think we've put together that eliminates... Um, you know, the bad guys, and there are bad guys everywhere. It's just not in China. It's all over the right. world, and there are third-world countries starving, um, desperate to put food on their families' plates. And so they have harvested and found ways to, um, you know, reproduce these products. And unfortunately, it's getting put into applications where lives could be on the line. And unfortunately, we know from past uh, reports from the GAO that um, there are significant amounts of counterfeits in the U.S. supply chain, and um, we need to fix it. Right. Well, that brings us to, uh, to, if you will, some of the discussions we've had, and I understand uh, that you, you actually break this down into three particular parts um, as you go through your management strategy and, and working with your customers. Perhaps you could uh, give our audience a feel for what those three key points are. Sure. 
So um, the first thing that we found, which was a key point, was to educate our customers. What is the risk of counterfeits? Mm-hmm. Looking at price alone could be really detrimental if that's the only factor that you're looking at. Okay. The second thing was demonstrating value to industry. What can we demonstrate and what programs have we put in place that will help industry in general uh, look to clean up this problem? Okay. And the third, the third uh, aspect is how does this affect everyday consumers? You know, we have the Super Bowl coming up in a week, and uh, just from personal experience, I had been to a Super Bowl uh, a couple of years ago in Indianapolis, uh-huh. and I saw firsthand all of the junk, if I can call it that, all of the junk right. that is just peddled. Um, and, you know, when you go to the Super Bowl, it's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime experience, so you're looking to gobble everything up. You're right. going to take presents home from everyone. Or the same way you go to New York City and, you know, you're in the middle of Canal Street or Broadway and you want to take all these souvenirs home. And so you just start gobbling these things up because the price is just too good to be true. And so, um, you know, talking about how this affects everyday consumers is a very, very uh, passionate and important aspect of what we do. Very good. Well, it, it does. It always helps to uh, frame, if you will, a movement like this or uh, a need like this. I mean, realistically, as we've talked before, you and I, and as I continue to talk to others on the show, uh, we we strive to help the audience realize just how much of a pandemic. I really believe it's an international pandemic this this whole counterfeiting issue is listen we've got to take a short break for radio uh, station identification and to support our sponsors uh, and let them have their uh, moment of uh, sharing so Todd if you'll stay with me we'll be right back Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 Counterfeit Avoidance Standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit SecureComponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace, defense, and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. Aging Aircraft Australia is a non-profit organization engaged in collaborative responses to sustainment challenges in Australia's fleets, challenges often shared with its U.S. allies. Aging Aircraft Australia runs the annual Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Australia Conference, including its ongoing counterfeit avoidance campaign. More information can be found at www.agingaircraft.com.au forward slash AASC. That's aging with an E. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's Stan at stansalot.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salot. Our show today is Counterfeiter Zero, Small U.S. Independent Distributor One. A U.S. independent distributor led by a group of passionate, dedicated, visionary men and women prove that counterfeiters are no match regardless of their size. S- uh, Secure Components, a small independent distributor, took bold steps in 2012 to become the first company in the world to achieve the IECQ CAP Certific- uh, certification in accordance with the SAE AS6081 standards. My guest today is Todd Kramer. We've been talking about uh, three areas that Todd feels are the keystones, if you will, to uh, counterfeit avoidance and serving his customers in industry. And he's mentioned that those are educating the customer, demonstrating value to industry, and the last one is actually how the, how this is either affects everyday consumers or is affected by everyday consumers. So getting right back into it, uh, shows are always too short. Uh, even though we have an hour, it's always too short. So Todd, uh, if you don't mind, let's pick up where we left off. Yeah, I'd love to um, talk a little bit more about the uh, the risk of looking at price, because if you think about business in uh, at the fifty thousand foot level, it's all about profit and loss. Right. Businesses are all about the bottom line. Buyers are judged on how much have they spent of the budget, and so when you think about what we're really battling, it's not only a counterfeit issue, it's also a battle of, well, this is my innate ability to, to turn a profit, and, and this is what I know. I try to find the cheapest price, the quickest lead time, be most efficient, right? All right. Well, the problem is there are some really smart people in this world. They're all over the world, and a lot of people have heard of the term SEO, Search engine optimization. Right. It's uh, something that a lot of people have been uh, following for years now. And what people have been able to do and companies all over the world have been able to do is really post things on the Internet that look exactly like the product you're looking to purchase. They can take a picture of something. They can copy a JPEG a GIF file and just put it up there. Right. Well, the problem is when you get it in the mail, FedEx, UPS, whatever it is, it's not exactly what you thought it was. It might look again like it's supposed to look, but potentially the inner workings are completely um, the opposite of what you anticipated. Let me give you a for instance. In my industry, in the aerospace and defense world, Lots of applications, planes, um, defense equipment. These are old, old applications that were designed decades ago. Right. But these applications were meant to be sustained and maintained for decades to continue to work in the field. Well, okay. Some of those parts are really difficult to find because manufacturers are no longer around. They've become obsolete. 
And what happens is these companies are desperate to find the parts because if they don't find them, they've got to then rework, redesign, which could cost millions of dollars. So they go out there and they search every single term on Google, and they come up with somebody in some neck of the woods that claims that they have the part that they're looking for. So immediately they get excited. Now there okay. could be several people that are showing this thing, and they start calling around, and all of a sudden it's now become, well, how much is your price and how much is your price? And that's how the decisions 99% of the time are made. And that is a recipe for disaster. But isn't isn't that, uh, if I can poke in here, is it that uh, the way we teach our buyers? I mean, industry itself is always looking for the lowest price deal. That's exactly the point, and that's exactly right. So really the difficulty in educating the customer is to break old habits. Ah, Really understanding who you're buying from, who is actually authorized to sell it versus somebody who just may claim that they have it or something similar to it. You're headed back down that path of my doctor giving me castor oil again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it tastes that way sometimes, huh? It certainly, certainly sounds like it. So have you found it? Easy to educate or to help your customers? or um... What we are finding is that our customers are starting to see value in what we are providing. And what I mean by that, historically speaking, um, in our industry, if somebody was looking for a part that was hard to find and they place an order with a vendor, that vendor kind of hoped and prayed that everything would come to fruition, and that the parts would land on their dock in time, it would be the right part, and then they could ship it out. Okay. But, but what's really happening is that um, when companies place these orders, let's say that it's a prime defense contractor that needs to uh, buy 100 pieces of XYZ. Well, they place the order with the vendor, and then all of a sudden the vendor has a hiccup. Maybe the part's not right. Maybe the vendor doesn't have the parts. Maybe they thought they didn't. It was lost on their shelves. And all of a sudden, the supplier has to start making up stories. That's no longer the case with us. And the reason it's no longer the case with Secure Components is we, we are very transparent. The standard allows us to disclose where the parts are coming from and who they're coming from. And this allows us to get much closer to our customer, allows our customer to completely trust the process in which they put together in purchasing through us. And in the end, the end result is, Stan, that, A, if they don't get the parts that they needed, at least they got the answers that they would never got in the past because there's no story. There's no games. It either it came from that source or it didn't come from that source. Either it came from that source and it's good parts or it came from the source and it was not good parts. But there's no stories, there's no games that are being played anymore. It's a straightforward approach. It's real transparent, and our customers really see the value proposition to that. Well, that sounds like a whole different level of of trusted supplier uh, to what the original definition of a trusted supplier was. 
Am I missing something, or is it truly transition to to another level as when you talk about trusted suppliers? Well, you know, that term trusted suppliers gets thrown around a lot, and, uh, you know, it's really needing a, a real clear definition. So what we really have come to find is that yeah, you can have approved vendors in your de- in your supply chain, and um, they could have passed certifications, ISO 9000, AS 9100, or any of the distributors' uh, standards. But really having somebody that has a counterfeit avoidance plan when the regular supply chain breaks down is essential for profitability for these companies. It allows them to now provide their customers with value proposition to explain to them that they have an obsolescent solution. So we feel that, um, you know, by educating our customers, they in turn can educate their customers and also make sure that the whole process is a lot smoother, cost-effective, time is not wasted, energy is not wasted, and especially, hopefully, uh, lives are not uh, on the line. So it sounds like, uh, to your second point, that that your customer base is actually recognizing, or are they yet to recognize the value proposition of of the detection mitigation standard and companies like yours that have actually undertaken it and demonstrated it through third party certification? That's a great question, Stan. Um, the way I'd like to best uh, answer that is when we're successful in educating our customer, mm-hmm. it's a real great process. Everyone benefits all the way down the supply chain. But again, it's getting in touch with the right people. It's not just the buyer that can do this. It's the buyer. It's the program manager. It's the chief information officer that has to program the requirements to come out correctly. So it's a real whole team effort that's required, and it does take some effort to make sure that everyone is on board. Well, we we didn't really touch on this before the show and in discussion, but it does sound a bit like organizations like yours are becoming an extension uh, to some degree of the people you actually sell to your your customer. You you sounds like you're becoming an extension of their organization while not being part of the organization. Am I missing that? or No, that, that's is, exactly right. We, uh, we're not to take, uh, take the place of the supply chain. We're just a backstop. We're a backstop to when that supply chain cannot procure under normal circumstances. So have you, um, I guess with this in place, and when you stop and look at the steps you've taken, can you say at this time, it, it's been, what, a couple of years now, or going on a couple of years, that you're actually seeing more or less counterfeiting in your business, or is it still the same but somehow different? Well, I could honestly say and confidently say we are seeing less counterfeits enter the supply chain. With our processes and procedures that we've now tightened, uh, this is some really, really robust quality management system, and we know that we're buying from more uh, reputable, 
more qualified vendors. We have processes in place to identify and authenticate the parts before they go out. And so we are certainly, and I could say again, quite confidently, we are seeing less counterfeits uh, as a result, which, you know, again, bottom line, um, equates to being more profitable, less time wasted, less money spent, um, testing for parts, everything gets involved. And so, yeah, we're, we're seeing an uptick and we're real happy with it. With that, can you um, articulate for us or for the audience uh, what you might consider the most significant change uh, that this has had on your company? Uh, and, you know, what uh, two parts to the question has it had a significant change? And if it has, what's the most significant uh, or what would that be? If I were in your shoes, my own company, and I came to you and said, Todd, what, what, what am I going to gain from this mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. As, as the CEO of my company? is, What would you tell me? Well, part of our strategy moving forward with regards to counterfeit avoidance is to really take advantage of companies um, and other sales reps that can no longer service their customer base because of these uh, qualified or, or certification qualifications that are needed. So, uh, yes, surely this has created a significant change in industry. Uh, the benefits to it is there is now some sort of barrier to entry in terms of other um, suppliers that just don't have the wherewithal to get up to speed with counterfeit avoidance to become certified by an accredited certification body. And this allows, uh, if, if successful, if you can do that, it allows for your customers to not have to fly all over the country or all, or all over the world to come do a second-party audit. Instead, rely on the third-party accredited audit, which is recognized, like I said, worldwide by the World Trade Organization, the World Bank, 14 member countries of the IEC. And so um, the biggest change and the biggest, uh, I guess, benefit is that we have now a value proposition that very few distributors could offer their customers. And so that barrier to entry has really created an advantage uh, for us and for other distributors that are kind of jumping on the bandwagon. Uh, Very good. Uh, On a scale of 1 to 10, uh, 1 being fairly easy to do and 10 being, uh, you know, like getting your MBA or your Ph.D.? Um, where, where would you put, where would you put uh, this? I, I certainly wouldn't put it down on the one-two scale. This was uh, not just a simple undertaking. But to be quite honest with you, Stan, if you have the right people in place, you have the right supports uh, in terms of, you know, I won't, I won't hide about it. We, we used counseling to get this done, consulting from uh, BQPM which was an essential part of our success. So um, I'd give it probably about a seven or an eight. It's not an impossible feat, but it certainly requires work. It requires uh, attention to detail and um, to be able to persevere through changing your quality management system to um, kind of align with the counterfeit avoidance plan. So in, in closing on this segment, uh, we're we're about to close. If I were to um, ask you to summarize briefly, how um, 
how has what you have done affected your relationships with your customers, uh, past and present? Um, can you summarize that in, in a few words? Well, everybody in the industry has been searching for a solution. It's been quite clear that the past probably seven to ten years has uncovered a, a serious problem like, like we've discussed. The ability for secure components to have gone outside the box and to have initiated um, certification to this counterfeit avoidance standard really gave an option to our customers that they never had before. There was no solution. It was basically test and then test again and then test again some more when it got to you. This way, we have that transparency, the trust factor with our customers. We do the testing on par with exactly what our customers require. We're transparent about it. They receive the test paperwork. Everything is filed and retained. And so our customers truly see the benefits of working with a company that is certified for this so they don't have to worry about somebody coming back to them two years down the road with a catastrophe that's happened and now they're investigating the cause of how that happened. Very good. Well, we need to uh, take another radio station identification break here, but when we come back, we're going to uh, challenge Todd to address how the work he has done to his third point, how this affects everyday consumers. Uh, I know that uh, we have the Super Bowl coming up. I've already got my uh, my seat in front of my big screen TV set up so that I can have the party with everybody else. Um, And I'm really interested, Todd, to understand your thoughts on counterfeits and uh, how that all comes together. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Concord Components Incorporated is a trusted supply chain partner to major manufacturers and the U.S. government. We stock a wide range of products, including semiconductors, connectors, passive and electromechanical components. Concord provides a much broader range of products, as well as obsolete, hard-to-find, and long-lead-time items. In addition to our inventory, we offer total bill-of-material solutions through our global sources and procurement services. For more information about Concord Components, visit ConcordComponents.com. The world has changed. You need a trusted supplier that mitigates risk at every stage of manufacturing. C-Trans utilizes provenance marking technologies to provide a unique security solution when addressing the challenges of supply chain security. Item pedigree, brand protection, and theft. In these times of fraud and counterfeiting, customers depend on C-Trans for a higher level of trust and service when it comes to their supply chain needs. Visit our website at ctrends.com for more information. Lansdale Semiconductor, the electronics company that created the semiconductor aftermarket, builds semiconductors for defense and military use, as well as commercial and automotive global industries. Lansdale Semiconductor still makes them like they used to. We have over 50 years producing high-rail integrated circuits. Our classic designs are timeless, just like the legendary cars where you might find our products. For more information about Lansdale Semiconductor, visit Lansdale.com. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's Stan at stansalot.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salot. Our show today is Counterfeiter Zero, Small U.S. Independent Distributor One. I am excited, pleased, and hopefully the uh, you as our audience are finding this interesting to see and understand how the U.S. independent distributor movement to eradicating, if you will, or simply detecting and mitigating the impact of counterfeits in uh, the electronics industry specifically, uh, while it's not re- restricted to that. We've been talking with, uh, or I've been talking with Todd Kramer, CEO of Secure Components, an independent distributor up in Norristown, Pennsylvania, and the first company in the world to achieve the IECQCAP certification under the AS6081 standard. Todd, welcome back. Thank you, Stan. Um, before we actually get started, I want to uh, once again mention our uh, sponsors. Uh, just briefly, our platinum sponsors are Business and Quality Process Management, LLC. You can find them at www.bqpm.com. And Secure Components, LLC. You can find them at www.securecomponents.com. Uh, they are our platinum sponsors, been with us now since the beginning of the show. Uh, some year and a half ago. Uh, our bronze sponsors are C-Trends, Supply Chain Specialist, www.ctrends.com, Concord Components Incorporated. Their website is www.concordcomponents.com. And our special, uh, if you will, our special bronze sponsor, uh, kind of a shout out to our folks down in Australia, Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Conference, uh, the agingaircraft.com.us, and aging is spelled A-G-E-I-N-G, aircraft.com.au. They have that other English that they use. So, once again, Todd, um, we're at that third segment of the show, and we're we're going to be into our uh, wrap-up here shortly, but... Your third point in the uh, process, if you will, or understanding the the detection and mitigation process, uh, you were going to talk about how this affects everyday consumers. Um, If you would, uh, help us understand what you mean by that. Well, uh, Stan, as you know, um, educating the customer is also educating the consumer. At the end of the day, it's the consumers that are going to be either flying a plane or using whatever application is being manufactured. Um, But what I thought we would do here, just to make it a little bit more interesting, um, something that's trending right now is the Super Bowl. And I don't know if you – did you catch uh, 
Did you catch the uh, the news that's coming out with Tom Brady and uh, his deflate deflatable balls that he'd like <laughs> to uh, to use? Defl- I was just deflate. wondering if maybe those yeah. footballs uh, NFL got a couple of counterfeit footballs in there and started deflating on them. Uh, <laughs> but, might, uh, might be now, deflate gate. Yes, I I did hear about that. <laughs> yeah, right. So you know, uh, being in the counterfeit world, everything that goes wrong is potentially a counterfeit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was always thinking about that, but uh, more seriously. Um, yeah, I was actually like I had mentioned before. Uh, I've been to the Super Bowl. I went to uh, Super Bowl Forty Six. It was in Indianapolis. My wow. beloved New York Giants uh, were able to take down Tom Brady once again. Um, so maybe he'll have some better luck this time that he doesn't play the Giants. But when I did go down there, <laughs> I noticed that there was a, a beyond. Uh, uh, you could call it tons. It looked like mountains worth of uh, jerseys, helmets, uh, all sorts of souvenirs that could be purchased at, you know, half the cost, a third of the cost that normal um, souvenirs would cost. For instance, you know, just today, just with the Super Bowl coming up, I had uh, I'd gotten something over social media, come buy a jersey for $23. I mean, this thing looks... A jersey for 20 Yeah. A jersey for $23. $23 for a NFL jersey, name on the back, numbers on the back, numbers on their sleeves. I mean, it really looks authentic. And, and the, the sickest part of this was, this was actually on, uh, on Facebook, I had seen this. You had a number of people liking it. Oh, my actually goodness. Actually supporting a $23 NFL jersey. So, I mean, where are the minds of the consumers? It's just where the, the, the buyers are at the supplies, suppliers. It's cost. They get so turned on by the cost, they're not even thinking about the repercussions or what this is actually contributing to. And, Stan, you know as well as I do from our research and the work that we've put in together that this feeds terrorism. This feeds crime. I mean, you, you take a second uh, to talk about the, um, um, the uh, sorry, uh, Office of Crime and Organization. Who do we speak to? Um, United, the United Nations Office United on Drugs Nations. and Crime. Yeah, talk, talk to the audience a little bit about that and what they, how they kind of um, got their message across. Well, yes, the the UNODC is what it's referred to as. Uh, Alan Smith is VP over there, and he was on our show, in fact, last uh, January. He'll be coming up again, by the way, Todd. He'll be back on the show. Uh, We're negotiating a date right now for him to come back and update us on their work. But they they have done an extensive amount of research and into the counterfeit um, arena. Not not suspect, but truly counterfeit goods, and particularly in the consumer industry. And they have identified clearly that there's like in the neighborhood of $350 billion was their report a year ago uh, that was counterfeit uh, revenue, uh, counterfeit goods revenue. And they also indicate that uh, they have clear evidence that this revenue is used uh, heavily to support terrorism. Uh, Absolutely. And and you know, what's really ironic is that how many programs and how much funding um, is associated with stopping terrorism? And then, you know, is there an American 
alive that wants to, you know, not stop terrorism? No. Everyone wants to stop it. But when we contribute to crime and terrorism by buying counterfeit knockoff bags, watches, jerseys, you know, it's just defeating the entire purpose. And I, this is... This is where the passion kind of stems from. It's educating those people because they're thinking nothing of it. They just don't even know what they don't know. And right. that's the scary part. Well, I, I've picked up in uh, some reports. I think CNN did a report oh, six, eight months ago that the International Chamber of Commerce is now predicted or mid-last year predicted that the uh, revenue from counterfeiting will grow from the 300 to 400 or 250 to 350 billion dollars. Uh, they anticipate or report that it will reach 1.7 trillion dollars this year. Staggering. It's staggering. a staggering number. I mean, nobody can really put their hands around that kind of number, but it just, it's staggering. The, the other part of this is as you and I have talked as well before, and I've talked with others, when we talk about this, not only is it the $1.7 trillion, but we as Americans pay taxes, and the two primary um, agencies working on the anti-counterfeit from an international point of view is Homeland Security and our in-point, uh, our, uh, our import-export uh, folks, and we pay them as well. So we not only pay them to help prevent it, but then we turn around and buy it, which creates more revenue, more demand for the counterfeits. So it's sure. You know, sure. We are we are desperately uh, we're getting desperately close to the end of the show. Um, but with that said, realizing that any major event like the Super Bowl, the uh, World Series. Uh, these types of things. I guess there's a number of places where this is commonly uh, identified as a problem. Internet's one of them, uh, certainly major sports events. Uh, are there some others that, that play into well, that? Like Stan, like, like you mentioned uh, you know, a couple of them. Anything that um, you know, criminals have the opportunity to capitalize on, they're going to take advantage. And so I guess the, the point to really take away both on the educating of the industry and educating of the consumer is know who you're buying from. Know what you're buying. It's just too easy to look at a price and click the button to buy. But know what you're doing. Know what the repercussions are for not doing your due diligence and being blindly almost taken over. Uh, advantage of and it's right. it's a it's you know when you really think about it it's a sad situation what 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 we're talking about but it's really really uh, essential and important for the public to understand and to better um, make better choices to essentially help uh, the coalition in the cause to to stop terrorism and to stop crime so my final question for you um is industry yes. winning or losing the anti-counterfeit campaign? Industry is starting to make headway. We are starting to win the battle. 
Internally, within our own corporation, we're seeing less and less counterfeits getting through. Uh, overall, in industry, um, with my uh, position of chairman of the USNC, IECQ, we are seeing that industry is taking knowledge or, or, or taking um, really getting the message now and understanding that the rules and the laws have changed and they need to be ahead of the curve or else they could get themselves into serious trouble, both financially and legally. So, yeah, we're making headway. It's not as fast as I would have liked to have seen, um, but, you know, given the fact that things do take time to, to move, large ships <laughs> need to turn, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's quite an endeavor to take on. But we're, we're, we're getting there. We're going to persevere, and we're going to get this thing cleaned up. Well, outstanding. I, I applaud all that you and your organization are doing, both uh, as a company and from the um, the international level, uh, on the international level, on the national level. I know it's a challenge, and I know it's a lot of work. So once again, Todd, I thank you very much for being on the show. I wish you all the best, and uh, look forward to having you back, and perhaps uh, we'll get you and some of the other distributors, uh, some of our sponsors may be together on a single show and uh, chat about this some more. We'd love to have that roundtable. Thanks for having me, Stan, and good luck. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Well, here we are again at the uh, the close of the show. People to People Working Together for Your Safety is dedicated to bringing people together to share knowledge and create a safer environment for us all. I really want to call your attention to the need for each and every one of us to get involved in this. As you heard Todd mention, uh, counterfeiting is not just in his industry. It's not limited to the uh, aerospace, avionics, and military organizations. It's pervasive throughout, and the more that we do as consumers – uh, to eradicate it by reducing the uh, or eliminating, if you will, our support by not buying the counterfeit goods, by learning. As, again, Todd had mentioned, the, the first step in all of this is education. Understanding what it is, why it is, what it does, and what it doesn't do is critically important to actually winning uh, this battle, a uh, little bit like Ebola, you got to, you really have to put something in place. And I firmly believe it's education. It is one of the cornerstones of the show that we do each week. If you have any questions, agree or disagree with the information we are sharing, send me an email with your comments or questions. You can reach me at Stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's stan at stansalot.com. That's my direct email, and I will personally re- personally respond to you. You can also reach me on Twitter, uh, and that would be at stansalotjr. I put the junior on there uh, to get people directed to me and not uh, other Twitter accounts. That, again, Twitter is at StanSalotJR. I'm also found on Facebook and LinkedIn. Our sponsors, as I've mentioned before, I am extremely pleased and proud to have two platinum sponsors. That's BQPM LLC and Secure Components LLC. We also have Bronze 
uh, sponsors, C-Trends. Uh, this year, C-Trends, a supply chain specialist at www.ctrends.com. Concord Components, www.concordcomponents.com. And Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Conference out of Australia, the Australian group, and that's www.agingaircraft.com.au. And aging is spelt with an E. I'd like to recognize our folks from uh, Voice America, Brandy John, uh, Jackson, General Manager, Robert Cellino, Executive Producer, Randy Jackman, our Production Manager, Jeffrey Gerstel, a Director of Host Services. From People to People, Christina Clark, People to People Administrations Coordinator, and Yulia Coach, Coach Branding and People to People Production Manager. Thank you for joining me on People to People, working together for your safety. Remember, change only happens when people come together and work together. You're helping the fight against the proliferation of hazardous substances and counterfeiting of consumer products could save a life. Until next week, I'm your host, Stan Slott, wishing you a safe and healthy life. Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat for next week's edition of People to People, working together for your safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe, toxic, and counterfeit-free week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.